In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. From the giant sequoias of California to the graceful cedars of Lebanon, trees are natural wonders in the world. Trees can also be an image of spiritual life in our soul. The three parts of a tree can be compared to the three theological virtues. Do you remember them? Faith, hope, and charity. Yes. Faith is the roots of the tree, and hope is the trunk and the branches of the tree, and charity is the foliage and the fruits of that tree. In today's gospel, Jesus warns us that only those who bring forth good fruits will enter his kingdom. At baptism, our souls have received the seed, the seeds of faith, hope, and charity. But now we must exercise these virtues so that faith, hope, and charity grow in our souls and that they grow up to bear forth good fruits. Otherwise, we cannot be pleasing to God Otherwise, we cannot enter heaven. Faith, first of all, can be compared to the roots of a tree. Tree roots take nutrients out of the soil and use them to produce what is needed for the tree's growth. For our spiritual growth, God has given our souls the rich soil of His divine truth. And we find this spiritual soil in Holy Scripture, in sacred tradition, that is, in the teachings of the church which have come down to us through the preaching of the apostles, the writings of the popes, the saints and the fathers of the church also. They all provide so much rich soil for the growth of our spiritual roots. Also, as Catholics, we have wonderful cultural roots. Look at our Catholic history, which has done so much good for the world. Look at Catholic art, architecture, and music. The wonderful tradition of hospitals, orphanages, and schools. So much good Catholic social work which has been inspired by the liturgy and the truths of our faith. Let us learn more and more to feed on all of this rich soil. Let us absorb the supernatural. Remember to make acts of faith every morning and acts of faith throughout each day. Oh my God, I firmly believe all the truths which the Holy Catholic Church teaches, and I believe because Thou hast revealed them, Thou who canst neither deceive nor be deceived. Then it's up to us to live that faith in action. Receive the sacraments. Spend time in prayer and Eucharistic devotion. Wear the scapular and the miraculous medal. Put holy water fonts in our home. And then remember to use them in devotion. Enthrone the sacred heart of Jesus in your home. And if you can't make it to church for, for adoration, we'll make a holy hour before the sacred heart exposed and that image in your home. The more you absorb the supernatural, the happier you will be the more peace you will have because the better spiritual roots will make your tree strong, straight, and stable. The stormy winds of life, they will come 
those winds, they will blow, they will bend the branches of your tree. You will be subject to the scorn of the unfaithful and to the ridicule of the faithless. But if you learn and exercise your faith in the supernatural, then the tree of your soul will remain firmly rooted in the ground and you will survive that storm. But if you do not make acts of faith, if you do not take time for God, then your roots will be shallow. Your tree will be uprooted in those winds. Its branches will die and will bear no fruit. So be sure that you are praying and that you are exercising your faith more than you read the news. Just as the roots of a tree develop the trunk, well, so does faith grow into hope, that second theological virtue. Hope makes us trust the God whom we believe. By faith, we believe that God is all-wise. We believe that he is loving and all-powerful. Yes. And by hope, we trust. We trust that he will grant us the reward of heaven and that he will give us all the super help, all the supernatural help we need to get to heaven. Without God, we can do nothing. But with God, we can do every good thing. Remember, O my God, relying and trusting upon thine almighty power and thy infinite mercy and promises. Sometimes even good people do not make progress in their spiritual life because implicitly they are too self-willed. They have a tendency to trust in their own efforts rather than in God's grace. And they have a very personal way of interpreting what they think God's will is for them. And so because of that, the trunk of their tree will be stunted and undersized, and there won't be much fruit. Remember, it's only God's grace that can give supernatural fruits to human actions. So let us pray, and we will not deceive ourselves. Like the man in the gospel who said, I believe, Lord, but help me in my unbelief. We ourselves must pray, I hope in thee, O Lord, I really do, but help my lack of trust in thee. Ask the Lord for the trust that you don't seem to have, and he will give you what you ask for consistently and with perseverance. So, faith is the roots Hope is the trunk and the branches. Charity is the tree's foliage and fruits. Faith and hope must blossom into charity. Otherwise, the tree will die. Without charity, our faith is in vain. So if we truly believe, then we must show it. We must show the act, our, our love of God through acts of charity, works of mercy for our neighbor. Oh my God, I love thee above all things, and I love my neighbor as myself for the love of thee. And this charity starts at home. St. Thomas tells us that, that charity has an order of priority, and it must begin with those souls who are closest to us, and then that charity must be more outgoing from them to others we meet each day. So as we pray, let us look. 
Let us look for what we can do to be a good example to those souls whom God has purposefully put into our lives. Dear faithful, these acts of faith, hope, and charity, they should be as well known to us as the Our Father and the Hail Mary. You will find them in your missal or your prayer book. Never let a day go by without offering up acts of faith, hope, and charity. And if you're already doing them, well then pray them at least one extra time per day. We must at all times be growing in these virtues by prayerfully reciting these acts, but also by putting them into practice, by living in action what we pray. Otherwise, there will be no fruits and our tree will be cut down and burned. Not everyone who says, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but rather those who do, who do the will of the Father, they shall enter his heavenly kingdom. So let us not allow the vines of earthly cares and human respect to choke the spiritual life out of our tree. Harmful insects can eat out that tree from the inside. So we must beware of vices like anger, jealousy, gluttony, and impurity, which can eat away at our soul and can, and can deprive us of the good fruits and the happiness and the peace that we seek. If there is a branch which is spiritually sick on the tree of our soul, perhaps a bad habit or an unhealthy relationship, let us cut off that bad branch before we give bad example to those people around us, before we contaminate the trees of their souls. And let us put a good habit, a good relationship in its place. And finally, there remains this important forestry lesson. Sometimes our tree must be pruned so that, so that it gives forth more good fruits. And every trial and difficulty, try to see how God is pruning the branches of your soul. It might hurt a little bit in the beginning, but that pruning is good for you in the end. It will produce a good effect. God is trying to take away from us all that is distracting, to take away all that is vain and superfluous, so that our branches, which are often crooked, can grow straighter and healthier. So in times of trial, it's your patience and your loving endurance with that pruning. This will bring forth growth and fruits in your soul. And so, dear faithful, God has chosen us to live in these difficult times. Not so that we can be fearful, no, but so that we can be exercised to grow in faith, hope, and charity. These are blessed times as long as we are making our best efforts to make progress in these virtues, then God's grace will make us equal to each and every task and he will always give us the means we can to surmount these obstacles and to receive an even greater reward in heaven for that. Providence will always provide, as the collect of today's Mass reminds us, God will never allow us to fail. So pray this collect of difficult days. Perhaps you could write it out on an index card 
and put it somewhere where you can see it when you need it. O God, whose providence never fails in giving order to all things, we humbly beseech Thee to take away from us all harmful things and give us those future things which are truly beneficial for us. So let us see our present trials and troubles as blessed opportunities, opportunities to exercise faith, hope, and charity, opportunities to win for us that eternal reward, which will be well worth, many times over, all of our fatigues and our efforts in this world. One day we shall be safe from all that is harmful. One day we shall receive the eternal benefits of the heavenly happiness promised to us. But for now, it's up to us to earn that and to earn that by cooperating with God's grace. The grace, once again, that will never allow us to fail as long as we accept it and we say yes to all that God is asking us to do. Summer is already half over and we still have lots of summer landscaping to do in our souls. So together... Let us learn by heart those acts of faith, hope, and charity. Let's repeat them to ourselves each day. And let's put a little extra effort and imagination into putting faith, hope, and charity into practice to the people and in the circumstances that are around us each day. And then in time, imperceptibly but inexorably, like an oak tree, you will see your spiritual tree start to grow and to develop more and more. And one day you will indeed see the fruits and enjoy all the fruits that your tree will produce because one day you will be in the eternal banquet with God, the angels, and the saints in one long and happy eternity. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.